Welcome, everyone, to the Sickos Committee podcast. See, Kamish, that's how you start it. <laughs> oh, that's how you do that's it. That's how you do it. <laughs> okay. Welcome, everyone, to the Sickos Committee podcast. This is our podcast for the evening of June 25th, 2023. I hope everyone's enjoying their weather. Let me tell you guys, it's been an absolute fucking heater in Texas. I think Kamish and I have been at feels like 115 for the last couple of weeks, couple of days at least. Ew. Yeah, it's not great, guys. No, thanks. I've been through heat. I live in Texas. We do heat. But this heat is different. This sucks. Uh, guess what it feels like in, in San Antonio right now. I'm going to guess 108. Uh, it, it's it's 9 p.m. Central, so it's 100. Yeah. feels like 100. Okay, only 100. Uh, only okay. 100. So it's, it's cooled down a little bit, you know. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say it because I know Pit Girl is thinking it. Come up here. We have snacks. Yeah. We do oh. have snacks. Yeah, definitely uh, do. There's a lot of potato chip manufacturers around you folks. <laughs> so many. So and pretzels. Many. We haven't even so gotten into pretzels. <laughs> I went to a great fundraiser thing tonight called Burger Fight, which is a offshoot of Meat Fight, which is another fundraiser thing that, I, that is. They they raise money for people with MS to do a triathlon and That's training, awesome. and they have special bikes for them and everything. It's great. But it started as a barbecue competition. They, 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 there's chicken thing. There's a Meat Fight 1K that I did a couple years where you just walk across the field drinking beer and eating things. <laughs> and tonight was burger fight. And so I've been outside in the heat eating sliders and drinking beer for the last four hours. So I'm hydrating now. We'll talk about hydration later on because it becomes very important. The, the heat I was, was at on. a, uh, I was at a two year old's birthday party for the last five hours. And so outside OKC isn't, much cooler than no it's not, it's absolutely not <laughs> so yeah no it's been uh yeah hydration <laughs> before we get too far let me make sure i introduce everyone because we have some people <laughs> some people who have who've been gone off on adventures back we want to check in with them so as always i'm jordan with me tonight i've got kamish permanent squatters beth and pit girl and guest michael michael besides the two-year-old's birthday party how you been doing um it has been an adventure we finally are no longer in the two under two group mm -hmm. as we have aged out Congrats. so it is uh we're gonna find out what it's like to have a two-year-old and an eight-month-old now so yeah it's just so much fun <laughs> so much so much fun so much fun yeah, yeah. it is <laughs> beth how was the happiest place on earth it was intensely happy i will definitely give it that I came back from Florida after spending a week out in the sun without a sunburn. Congratulations. And I know that I know that Impressive. podcasting is not a visual medium. Y'all, I'm a redhead and I'm a I'm a redhead ass redhead. <laughs> yeah, that's that's really impressive. Um, I found a sunscreen that's really good. So Is it the Australian like super thick goopy zinc oxide? So I have one of those that I put on my legs and it did a really good job, but I found another one at Sportsman's Warehouse that was just absolutely incredible and it was really light. It was like putting on a light moisturizer and I'm like, Ooh. oh, you are my new best friend. I love you. I am, yeah, Morgan, I am we, not uh, ginger. Like, we, can, yeah. we can compare notes. Yeah. As <laughs> someone who is not ginger, but who is intensely Scandinavian and Irish, I am in, I'm very interested. Hey girl, how you doing? 
I'm good. Uh, I was in Western Maryland for the last week, enjoying Western Maryland. It did rain a lot, which was unfortunate, but it was still nice to be elsewhere and in the land of pepperoni rolls, which is always a you, plus. You were in weird West Virginia. I was. You know it, I know it. I was. It is. It is very much. This should be West Virginia, but it isn't because Maryland is the dumbest shaped state. Yeah. I mean, agreed. So, so that basically it's bizarro, West Virginia. Yeah, it's it, at, it, at one point Maryland is a mile wide. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, like it looks like you like you're so close to just snapping it like a wishbone. <laughs> yeah, I was over twenty one. Tried to buy alcohol in Washington County, Maryland, which is the narrow point. Mm-hmm. Maryland, the entire state, but it's because of Washington County. If you have a vertical license, even if you are over twenty one, there is a state law where they can like be like, "No, nah, you have a vertical license. We're not going to serve you." And it's because a lot of people who have vertical licenses are underage, but they don't yeah. all expire as soon as you turn 21. And so they'll just look at it and be like, it's the wrong way. You're underage. No. I got carded at Disney World. It was wonderful. <laughs> I was so happy. And then he did the whole like, oh, I just handed it back to you because I saw the 19 thing and it ruined it. Ouch. But I was so happy for just a few moments. I just make sure I'm goofy looking. Can I see your ID? Garsh. <laughs> Is it is it because that that part you of the like state? You're too young to drink that. <laughs> is it because that part of the state is like very narrow and horizontal? It's uh, literally like, a mile we, we wide. We can't deal with anything vertical yeah. because it technically would be out of the state. Yeah, okay. basically. Yeah. <laughs> if I head south into Maryland, there is a spot where I can cross the entire state in forty five seconds. Yep, Interstate okay. eighty one runs through Maryland for about this far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two twenty as you go mm-hmm. down it, where it hits Cumberland, like it just poop. Yep. Oops, I'm in West Virginia. Oops, I'm in Pennsylvania. Kamish, how are you, sir? By the way, can I can I compliment you? I, I gave you shit a second ago, but I want to compliment <laughs> you on the episode you did without me. It sounded great. Want to give me shit off the bat, and then like yep. when it's time to introduce me, you're like I, I, I need to apologize. You have to. You no, know, I'm not. No, I'm not apologizing. Let's be real clear here. That wasn't an apology. <laughs> that wasn't an apology. Okay. I'm just saying you did a good job. I. I it was funny. You'll note also notice that I left in. When that last episode at the very beginning, I left in your like verbal build up to the introduction too because I thought it was good. Oh yeah, well you can cut for yourself, but you know for me, I, we we were joking. I'm like Jordan's not going to cut any of this, so just no, you know, he's not going to cut it. We we'll ask him to cut it or throw music in, and he's just not he's not going to. I cut threw it. in music. Yeah, he did. You did. I didn't expect the uh, the designing women theme at the end of the, the last end, episode. The fade out. Yeah, that I was didn't... that was a great fade out. I was like, what the heck. Oh my god! Oh man, I miss some stuff. <laughs> yeah, they went really, they went really I'm like heavy a week on behind. So yeah, they I went really heavy on designing women last week. Yeah, we were. <laughs> I mean, we were talking about you know Memphis, uh, and and apparently, you know, Dixie Carter was an uh, alumni of Memphis, and then huh. Katie's a a huge fan of designing women, and and it's she a good show. And, and she purchased hulu just because she wanted to watch designing women uh we went off a, a little bit at the end on that so it made some some of our, our patreons <laughs> quite happy we were talking about designing women so you know <laughs> miss sugar baker was was a big a big hit apparently it sounds like pick girl and i need to like go have a listen party <laughs> seriously <laughs> It's okay. I we can, then we can both do the thing that I do when I'm not on the podcast and I'm listening to it, where I try to talk and I forget <laughs> yeah. that I'm recording. <laughs> like, oh, I have a good night. Wait, this isn't. I'm just talking to my phone. What am I? Doing? I'll meet you in Port Royal. Is that halfway? So let's talk about 
some random stuff because again it's off season <laughs> so we're just cobbling things together we're enjoying this you say that like we've ever had a topic but okay uh, uh, first off hey guys how much water do you drink a day this is a bad question for me do you not drink a lot of water so recently it was explained to me that if you pee once a day you're probably not drinking enough water <laughs> so my friends have been on me about the amount of water that i drink which is i mean it's not none but it's barely some. I mean, it sounds to me that Beth I, is a bad teammate. Yeah. I am. I'm an extremely, no, like it, I am off the piss chart. So. <laughs> well, according to, according to Don Brown and the this university of Massachusetts, space. no one will hear this. I, I should be drinking about 87.1 gallons of water a day. Okay. That is, that is too many gallons of water. That I'm not making that guys. That is water toxicity levels of water. I'm not making I'm not making 87 gallons of water. Today I learned Jordan's a filter feeder. <laughs> you know how much how how much 87 gallons of water weigh? Yeah, it's like 600 pounds of water. Yeah, it's a lot. But of course So when you say this is just water weight, like you can mean it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Tom Herman was the first, right? Tom Herman mm -hmm. had the yeah. first piss chart that was publicly shown. Yeah. Right. That was the famous you're going to area 51. You're a bad teammate. You're a bad teammate. Yeah. But one of our followers sent us something from UMass, and this math just doesn't work. Because one of the things says, drink 1.5 liters of water for each pound you weigh. My friends, I, I haven't told the piss jug story on here. Oh, no. I'm not going to tell, oh, no. tell the piss jug story on here right now. But I know that if you drink that much water, you get water poisoning. There's a Patreon level for the piss jug story, but it's up there. <laughs> I'll have to blur out. I'll, I'll put the pictures up. I have to blur out the faces because he's a doctor. Oh, dear God. <laughs> Trying to fill oh, a five gallon jug with piss over 72 hours is it not healthy. Yeah. So there's a Wikipedia page on water intoxication mm -hmm. that I immediately went to yeah. after seeing this because... Uh, there was a radio station that I used to listen to in Sacramento where a person died trying to win a Nintendo Wii mm -hmm. on the morning show. I remember this. Yes. A Wii yeah. for a Wii thing. Yeah. Yeah. And she died after God, drinking just, yeah. just as a species. Uh, yeah. Just two gallons of water, 7.6 liters. Do not listen to Don Brown. I'm not sure. All of our, when I posted this, all of our followers were like, oh, they must mean blah, blah. It's one half liter of water for each pound you weigh. That's still too much. Any way this math works, it, do, it does not work. The next thing makes sense. Weight yourself. That's actually grammatically incorrect. Weight yourself before and after a practice slash workout. And for every pound lost, drink 16 to 20 ounces of fluid. That makes sense. Yes. Like those numbers are correct. There's also stuff on here. Uh, this is trimmed, but there was stuff like eat more salt, which I don't know if you're supposed to do if you're having trouble holding water in it's salt's a diuretic i don't know enough to say otherwise eat salt. more eat, eat fruits and vegetables with yeah salt will no, you... help the water be soaked into your body better so your kidneys can filter it out better so okay that it, it won't kill you is that why there's salt in gatorade yes electrolytes are important okay, okay. Want okay. Those. yes that'll make sense not a nutritionist, don't know how this works, just spitballing. Yeah. It's what plants crave. The other thing that this chart said that I absolutely refuse to observe is, and it's cut off in our graphic, but I know it's on there, is avoid coffee. Absolutely not. I will not. Fight it's me. In the, uh, yeah. I put it I in mean, the Discord. I mean, fight big girl. Pick. I don't care. But I guess, I guess you're just not built to be 
a UMass minute person, minute woman. No. Minute lady. I will not be a minute sugar person. bear. I'm not sure I will gone. be here consuming enough coffee to hear sounds or see sounds, <laughs> hear sounds. <laughs> yes. Hopefully you can hear sounds. Yes, you, I can hear sounds. Have, you may have my allotment of caffeine forever. Excellent. Thank you. <laughs> also, if, if your urine is between fair and severely dehydrated, you need to speak with Jen, Lizzie, or Donald immediately. I feel bad for Jen, Lizzie, and Donald because <laughs> it feels like their jobs are not great. No. I will not. And you cannot make me. The other one was, if you start becoming dehydrated, drink one part water to one part Powerade. For every water you drink, you should consume that much Powerade. I, yeah, I don't, again, I don't know much. I don't know enough about hydration to say whether that's right or wrong. So this is just a plot by Big Powerade. Well, first off, we know that UMass does not use Gatorade now. Like, we mm. know that for a fact. Have you ever had, like, the store brand Powerades and Gatorades? Yeah. Like, Walmart brand or whatever? They're not. They're not great. No. They're so they're so sugary and syr they're like syrupy. They stick to your tongue, which is gross, Ooh. especially when you're hot. I mean, that's I don't, not a thing that I want. I don't even like like regular Gatorade. I'm very much a the low sugar varieties of all of those because they're all too thick. It's ugh. Uh, yeah. also this hydration chart is in the inside a water cup it looks like so you're saying that if i decide that i'm going to go forward with my cool new business plan to create a nutrient rich oobleck you're not going to drink it girl <laughs> no i will not be drinking the oobleck here's my non-newtonian powerade <laughs> just slapping the powerade and nothing happened full <laughs> on slap of that powerade it's like your shrimp mold the commission just looks disappointed in all of us right now <laughs> <laughs> hey Beth was the one sending out shit like gelatin, tomato soup, and shrimp today, okay? No. Listen. No. What I did. Okay. So, Food to crime. be fair, I didn't bring up any of my aspect cookbooks today. You're welcome. It could have been so much worse. Oh, God. More tailgates need aspects. No, they don't. They imagine really imagine don't. it's 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 you're in Gainesville, Florida. It's 98, feels like 105. Hmm, what do I want? I'll take the shrimp and tomato soup aspect, please. Can I have a slice? Yeah. It's, it's, it's going weeping. to be delicious. It's, it's going to weeping be, a little. Listen, those people like pimentos. It'll be fine. It has pimentos. By the way, I found that in one of my tailgating cookbooks. Because <laughs> I have like 15 or 16 of those, and that's where I happen to be looking for that. So yeah, someone decided it would be a good idea to take that to a tailgate. Beth, do you know the exact number of cookbooks you own? I have to be somewhere like in the three to five hundreds that was what i was going to guess i was going to set the line at three yeah it's a lot many of them are church cookbooks as you saw oh yeah because yeah. because most things that involve that much gelatin or anything that involves you know serving for 300 has to be a church cookbook we'll talk more <laughs> about gelatin in a bit yeah oh god I just, I mean, the part that said, like, you had to chop up the shrimp, and I was like... In the deepest, darkest part of the mm. off-season, we'll just start going through stuff I find in my cookbook. Right. <laughs> She's got some crazy cookbooks. This is this is the technical challenge. Yeah. This is hard. We'll get everyone in the kitchen. We'll turn on everyone's cameras. Technical challenge. Your challenge is to make the shrimp mold. I Wait, are we I definitely have the official Philadelphia cream cheese cookbook from 1975. Jesus and Christ. that thing has a whole mayonnaise section that yep. is horror driven. Oh, no. No. Yeah. Oh, I have some things. As a society, we liked mayonnaise way too much for about 80 years. What do you mean liked? Still like. <laughs> I like. That's ranch dressing. It's just weird I mayonnaise. I like mayonnaise. But when you look back at things of the 1910s and 20s, especially, they put that on everything. 
we still put as a person with an egg allergy who constantly has to keep track of where the mayonnaise oh, is let me tell you friends if you think like i don't like mayonnaise i never eat mayonnaise you're eating mayonnaise all the time as a person who does not like mayonnaise i've accepted that i do not yeah, like mayonnaise like, on things but i'm okay with it in things and I that can't is even different. get a grilled cheese sandwich anymore oh because everyone's Ooh, like oh it, put mayonnaise in it now yeah mm-hmm. on it yeah the next thing is, congratulations, y'all. We are trying to get people laid now. <laughs> are we succeeding? It's a good I, I, I don't know. I don't think this guy. No, I, I don't think he did it. No. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think this guy succeeded at all. <laughs> uh, one of one of our followers, I, I won't miss, mention her handle here, but I'll say her name is Alicia. Alicia said, dropped a picture of i think this is from that looks like snapchat snapchat no it looks like the dms of uh twitter twitter dms one of the a a gentleman a gentleman caller said you follow sicko's committee and are smoking hot i couldn't make him a more perfect girl done wow done guys we're 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 making this work we're changing lives out here (laughs) yeah you know, it it is entirely legal to have a Quaker wedding in Pennsylvania officiated mm-hmm. by someone who is not ordained. Mm-hmm. Just saying. So what we're saying is Pit Girl and I will absolutely marry you. Correct. Uh, okay. I, I, I did use, used to work in the catering business. So so maybe I can set up the reception for you. I'll do the music. That's it. The, the yes! Sickos Committee now becomes a wedding planning committee. Uh, so... Oh no 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 no! We're not planning. Oh, oh no! You're oh, you planning. Plan. You just show up you, and just show up. Whatever. We'll give you a time. Show up, and, and we'll have everything. Just let us take care of everything for you. Yeah, I, I hope plan you like shrimp jello. <laughs> there'll, there'll be a, a Pennsylvania cooking table. There'll be some shrimp jello. Commission uh, will be bartending. I'll, I'll definitely make a, a big giant thing of of hurricanes. Uh, Every, so, everyone wants to walk down the aisle to, so to sell be- a bassoon. It's going to be our version of the dollar dance. You come, you get a dollar, you get your shrimp aspic shot, and then you get to go dance with the bride. <laughs> we'll, we'll call in Andrew, the cor- corn correspondent, to bring in Malort. Uh, mm-hmm. it, we'll, we'll definitely, it'll be a fun. Is the dollar dance a thing you guys have down south? No, we don't do the dollar dance. I've seen some people do it in, in New Orleans, mostly in, in San Antonio. It's kind of a thing. It's you know okay. they you know, they come dance with the bride and and pin money on her shirt which is is weird to me if that is that the dollar dance I just want to make sure that's correct so the dollar dance up here because I have participated in it as a formerly married human mm-hmm. is like they come they bring a dollar they give it to usually like the maid of honor and then they get to either dance with the bride or dance with the groom depending on like just what they're feeling on that given day yeah I've never been auctioned off before so that was a new and fun experience for all of us. Yeah, it's kind of awful and horrifying. And if I got married again, nope. Because some of those people are like, I paid my dollar. I'm going to get handsy. And I'm like, this is the worst. No, absolutely not. At a wedding. Yes, at a wedding. Yes. Other one that we had was, so like there was also like, you know, like we did like the bouquet toss and the garter toss. Somebody told the kid who was very aggressive about getting that garter that they would pay him a dollar for every inch above my knee. He could get that garter. Wait, and so wait, absolutely a, a, not a garter toss is when i found out the groom gets the garter off the bride and shoots it into the crowd yeah right yeah so then and so like at most weddings it like goes on the girl who like got the got the bouquet 
my wedding. Oh. It went back on me. And oh, this kid looked like no. he was diving for home. I'm like, no, 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 no. Holy bejesus. Yes, the worst. Oh, we gotta Absolutely do- not. Got it. Yeah. Uh, we're not, Every we're day not- I wake up and ask why men are. No we're not, we're, not, we're not the disasters podcast, but I feel like. Well, reason 8,976 <laughs> that I am never getting married again like that. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> no thanks. Okay, let, let's, let's- and, you're, and you're here, Beth, and you survived all of that. Congratulations. <laughs> thanks. On a lighter well, note. I am. <laughs> no. I, can you guys hear the insane storm that is happening at my home? We cannot, no. no. Okay, good. I was going to ask if I needed to mute. So, so we, we already did the Sickos Committee wedding planning, which we will not choose what happened to Beth at all. Promise there. <laughs> yeah, that is a Sickos com- uh, Committee guarantee. You got to get the garter off me. Okay. okay? <laughs> That's the garter toss. And you do get extra points for every inch above the knee on me. Oh, right. <laughs> all right, Joe. You can sense a beautiful thing, everyone. So we we had uh, we were discussing in the mentions people were talking about possibly the Sickos Committee creating a dating service because of this. You follow Sickos Committee and you are smoking hot. Uh, okay, uh, that's good. Two compliments. And I couldn't think of a more perfect girl. So I mean, you're perfect. Because you follow the sickos committee and and you're hot, so you know again that they probably go hand in hand. So that's good. This this inspired uh, Mike, who who is on the podcast, and, and myself to try to do one of those 1980s, 1990s, like party line, like horrible, two thirty in the morning cable TV ads for like a sickos dating service, and, and our our line would be you know dial one nine hundred, haha yes. Oh yeah. Are you looking for love? Dial one nine hundred. Ha ha! Yes. Sickos Committee Dating Service coming to you live every night. Only four ninety nine a minute. Hot sickos in your area. Hot hot sickos in your area. Hot sickos anywhere you wanna be. That's where we are. Looking in your window. <laughs> Consensually. With your consent. With your consent, yes. I'm just picturing us as Bluto and Animal House on the ladder looking out the window. Oh my god. Yeah, I got music for this too. It's great. Yeah, definitely need to throw some music over that. And- yeah. Oh, yeah. I got some got some real braunchy sax music. Smooth jazz. Then, then after you can just uh, plug me in, going call me now for your free tarot reading, Miss Cleo. <laughs> just ruins the whole mood right after that. So we're gonna get we're gonna get everyone laid. That's what I'm hearing from. Everyone gets laid. You can put that Rodney Dangerfield clip in there. Hey, we're all gonna get laid. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> One nine hundred. Ha yeah. Is are the, do nine hundred numbers still exist? I don't know. That is not something I am willing to Google. I, I went, else could no, no, look, look, I was looking for like music for this. Destroyed sure. I was yeah. looking for music for this, and I went down the European side of things. So it wasn't like a oh, nine hundred number. It was like dial like eighty eight zero zero eight eight eight. I'm like, what is this? Ha 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 ha. We, we, ha, we, we, ha, we. 
there were like because there were there were like old numbers where it's like call santa call he met a 900 number like call hulk hogan a 900 number like these were all things that existed back in the day maybe it's a good thing the internet was invented sure According to this incredibly suspicious website, in 1992, the Supreme Court ruled against 900 numbers that provided adult services, killing businesses in that space, so they migrated to 800 numbers. Oh. Oh, that sounds well like then. a free speech issue. What the mm -hmm. hell, Supreme Court? Again, oh, you could still do questionable it. website. I, no, I demand a five to four episode about this, this Supreme Court case. I have to go tweet at people right now. Hang on. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> go. Go to Twitter. Let's talk about our Jello shot update. <laughs> We, Can we have a spelling moment? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> J-E-L-L-E-A-U-X, it's alive. It doesn't really fit with the old, like, Jell-O yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly as redacted as um, wanted it. Mm -hmm. They doubled up Ole Miss's record. And after tonight, by the way, did you guys see the score for the Florida LSU game? I did. No. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that's 24 to 4. What? Yeah, Florida won twenty-four to four. But did we record. have one of those in Major League Baseball last night? Yeah, we did it was twenty-five to one? Yes. The Angels absolutely took it to the Rockies. Yeah, but the Rockies won the series two games out of three. Of course they nice. did, because baseball makes no sense. Because because on any given day in baseball, like, and this is again college baseball. Sometimes you just run out of pitchers. Sometimes you're just like, well, I don't have any more pitchers, and since run differential is the thing that matters. Losing by one is the same by as losing by 20. They go to game three tomorrow. And LSU's already doubled up Ole Miss's record. <laughs> They've already run out once of jello shots. And we're going to game three. There's a chance they break 50K. There's a real, real chance they break 50K. I am so... There are not many things that make me like truly happy for humanity like this. It's just wonderful that they're able to go in and drink that much Jello. So let's let's give you the Jello shot update right now as, as we got it. Um, so since LSU lost, they get another day to drink, uh, which is which is good, I guess, uh, or bad. I don't know. This was eight hours ago, so we may get an update a little bit later. At some point, they like shut Rocco's down. There was no more Jello. They finished it all. Uh, but LSU is currently at, which I'm sure it's way higher than this now, but this was before the game, 46,259 Jello shots. Now, keep in mind, Ole Miss's record was 18,777. Yeah. LSU's passed the total um, student population now, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they have their student population was a record high of 37,000, I think 400 and some odd. So yeah, they they have one Jello shot for at least one Jello shot for every student on campus. It's like a Jello shot and a half for every student on campus. We're getting there. Getting there. Yeah. I still Thanks. think that these Theranos Jello shot machines are amazing. Oh, by the way, new up just just updated. No board update tonight, but if you're an LSU baseball fan, you're gonna want to be here tomorrow. As it turns out, one of your own believes in the power of rally shots, and he's going to prove it tomorrow. Oh, God. Someone's oh, going to buy, no. like, $10,000 worth of jello shots. So I know Brian Kelly is, is going there. Oh, Joe God. Burrow was there. Yeah. I, I believe, I believe the, honey the, the one that rizzed up the baby Grink will be there tomorrow. Okay. that She was allegedly at 
at a NASCAR race. So, but she'll be there tomorrow, I oh, believe. Okay. Well, I would say please drink responsibly, but you are by definition not drinking responsibly. Well, they're probably not driving anywhere. I'm just gonna say that they're probably staying at a hotel right around the stadium. So hopefully they're walking and, no, the- and taking taxi cabs and whatnot. This is a classic, like, ich bin nicht betrunken, ich kann nicht im Boden liegen, ohne mich festzuhalten situation. I, I don't know what that is. What was that? That is, I don't, I'm I not, that means I'm not drunk. I can lay on the floor without holding myself up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah who knows what this update means? It's very cryptic. It was just released. I, it, it's got to be over 50K at this point, I would think. Ed Orgeron's not allowed to cross state lines, is he? Oh, he he's been all over the place with, like, Different I, polo shirts. Oh, if he's in Nebraska tomorrow. Coach O. Co- Coach, Coach Jello. Coach Jello. Coach Jello. J E L O. tonight. I'm alive. I the, the Theranos machines have made me so happy. I'm so glad. I like that how that you call them that. Exists. Theranos. Yeah, machines but I mean, yeah. okay, they're like K cups, but they're like if K cups were Theranos, it's fine. <laughs> so our corn correspondent and Andrew went down there, and and the shots were a lot bigger. Than what I was expecting. They they were thick boys. Yeah, yeah they, they, I was thinking like a little small. Sh- no, they're they they they've got to be at least three ounces, four ounces shots. They're like big shots. So, Let me see which booze is in one of those those uh, those Jevo Jevo shots. Jevo, yes. What? J E V O. Can you explain? That's, that's the this, machine. That's the Jello shot machine. That's the Jello shot machine that the the geniuses from Middle Tennessee State University created. <laughs> I mean, it's like the Blue Raiders. I'm giving them all the credit for making these Jello shot machines. I don't I don't care if it's not the case. It, the company's from Murfreesboro. You get to claim it, Middle Tennessee State. There's no way that something was invented in Murfreesboro about alcohol, and they're not at least tangentially related to Middle Like, they either tested it at Mitzi Frats or something. They had to. <laughs> Today I learned... I'm trying to figure out how much alcohol is in each one of these shots. I don't think they'll tell you. By the way, if you go to, to getgivo.com, not a sponsor, could be though. They mm. have College World Series discounts where you can buy Jello shots on Amazon uh, with for 35% off using codes 35LSUCWS35TCUC, all these great things. Yeah. Oh my God. One of the things that comes up in like the prompt on Google is how much alcohol is in each shot. And it basically says it depends. It will be dependent on how much alcohol is added to the mixture. You control your own destiny on how much jiggle is in your Jivo. However, if you are a rule follower when it comes to recipes, the standard serving per shot is approximately half a shot. So that would be about seven point or about 0.75 ounces of liquor. Is that much a shot? Is shots 1.5 ounces? Ish. It looks bigger than that. But in my in my mind, I well, I mean, I God, this is me being a nerd. It's in my mind a shot is two centiliters. Oh wow, this is you being a nerd. That's that's because I started like my first time I drank heavily was in Europe, and that's how they like that's two centiliters is yeah. the standard shot. Yeah, standard Same. shots now. I'm right now. there with you. How much do you think one of these machines cost? So I can't find. Okay, like, I'm just I'm just like looking at it on eBay right now. Like I don't okay. see one for there. So, uh, it is. So it says that it's used, assume, but you know. So here's the question: Are you trying to price out college students? No. So you don't get your butt sued. Uh, no, I think I think I think you don't care. Okay, then it's seventy five dollars. It's a little bit higher than that, but okay. It's 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 got to be a couple thousand. Okay. 
Come on, Price like, is Right, man. Give me a number. Okay, like like 7,000. Okay. Pit Girl, Mike? 3,500. 3,500. Uh, and he's just like, I have no idea. He doesn't drink. He went to, he went one, to, dollar. He went to one dollar. one dollar. One dollar. I'll go Price is Right. One dollar. Yeah. Okay. So whoever got it without, you know, the closest without going over, it's Beth. With her seventy-five dollar <laughs> bid, it was two grand. Okay, two grand. So two grand, and that's on eBay, and that is used. Uh, so that is the the tax is about one hundred sixty-nine dollars, and delivery was about sixty bucks. So it's a maxed-out iPhone and two sets of AirPods. Not bad. I don't know how many they have at this bar, but I'm they sure LSU least, bought a few <laughs> for them. They have at least four or five. I've seen at least four how or five in the shop. How fast does this thing make it? Because usually it doesn't jello need setup time. This this doesn't like twenty minutes. It does like a tray in, or like a tray in ten minutes. So it's like chocolate lava cake timeline. Yeah, and so they're, okay. just, and they're just pumping them out. Mm-hmm. So it probably has a thing in it that like cools everything down very quickly, so then it sets faster. If I would ooh, have to guess. Ooh, nitri- ne- nitrogen jello. Yeah. I've never made jell I've never made jello shots before, but I have made abs- aspic, so that's kind of what I'm and doing. You keep in bringing my head. it back to the the, the shrimp jello thing. Yeah, love it. Real <laughs> jello shot. This is raising the question of if anyone has made someone has to have made like bloody mary aspic slash jello yeah. shot. Oh no! What you need to do is just go ahead and like. Just throw a whole bunch of Knox blocks gelatin directly into your etouffee. Yeah. Poof. You did it. Slur. I have found I have found a Bloody Mary jello shot that you set inside a celery stick. Nice. <laughs> I feel like I've had those. Like, like, like we degenerate drop. ants on a log. Like, no. Yeah, I'll try <laughs> to drop in this card. No, I feel like I've had those. Like we had a like a Bloody Mary with Bloody Mary frozen Bloody Mary as the ice cubes inside the Bloody Mary. Yes. Yes. I, I've had those. Okay, I've so had those. I just ate at a really nice restaurant last week where like I could get bone marrow as an appetizer and this is taking me there, but in a really bad way. <laughs> and I drop some more Bloody Mary aspects in there. So everyone just hold on. This is either like really fancy restaurant where they gelatinize everything and pretend that it's fancy I love, or. I love that picture. So Degenerate. It's just got good the news, one. Podcast listener. Yeah. If you are a part of our discord right now i happen to know for a fact that jordan has a library of aspect pictures that is comprehensive jail jail uh, it was the, there's, a, there's a spot in the in the discord uh it's called cannibals which we've talked about a lot which is supposed to be for like cans and animals supposed to be uh but there's a there's a thing that that pops yeah, up. Jordan and I used to have full on aspect there, parties. There, yeah. there There's was, a reason why we have to constantly boarding food so crimes. Now, and now food yeah, crime. There was a time where there was just food crimes. Mostly Jordan and my fault. So Beth and Jordan <laughs> would post food crimes, and then somebody would tag me in the channel just to get my reaction of those food crimes. So well, I usually me, I will. We used to just walk in unsummoned yes, at the worst. I had the worst time. <laughs> I just like I walk in, I'm like, why did I go to this channel? And like I just like walk right back. It was like so they I, thankfully they've added the content warning for these things because I didn't ask for it, but it was just like, oh come on, man. Uh so I, How about these how about these Mardi Gras Dello shots I just dropped? Oh yeah. Those oh, great. That's good. Yeah. I have questions about the food coloring here, but otherwise I have no questions about it because I'm not looking for nutritional it's, value it's in Mardi the Gras. Fat Tuesday. Uh, hold up, hold up, hold want. up. For- Found another, found another Bloody Mary Jello shot. Gotta drop this. 
aspirin. Oh, is that no. inside a pickle? Inside it's a inside pickle? a pickle. Yep, you haul out a pickle and you put the gelatin in there. So, it sounded like <laughs> you, you were singing thing? that. Like you hollow out a pickle, put the jello in there. <laughs> that sounded like you were singing it. <laughs> oh, here's an even better one because that has all the extra Bloody Mary shit on it. So it's not just a hollow pickle with Bloody Mary. Oh, it's also got like a slice of bacon and it looks like gold leaf. And do you ever think God just turns away in horror from what he created? Okay, we're, we're gonna have to like nobody's gonna want to look at this podcast now or listen to what we got going on here. <laughs> let's uh let's steer out of this. Fine, we'll go <laughs> on to our next topic. That's right, Mister ha- Mister Happy Gilmore. Yeah, we we saw a tweet the other day that said, "I am very excited to announce that I've committed to continue my academic and golf career at Ball State University. I am very grateful for the opportunity Coach Fleck had given me." I would like to thank my family, my friends, and coaches who push me every day. This is from a man named Happy Gilmore. And he's a golfer. His actual, determinism. So his actual name is not Happy. Oh. That's a nickname. Oh. But, mm. but, but, come on, guys. It's okay. I don't, I, don't tell me his real name. I'm just going to believe it's Happy No, Gilmore. no, it doesn't okay. matter. Same reason that like I don't want to know Taco's real name. No. His name is always going to be Taco to me. I don't need to know what his real name is. That's right. Which Taco, by the way? Uh, Taco... Charlton Shit. or Taco Fall? Yeah. No, Taco Charlton. Okay. Uh, Adam Sandler gave this happy Gilmore a shout out. Oh. Uh, Shooter McGavin gave him a shout out too. Perfect. So like, we were just, oh, by the way, for our younger listeners, Adam Sandler used to be pretty funny or at least, yeah. or at least we thought he was yeah. when he would yell at things yes. for a while. That was new and interesting. Mm-hmm. The wedding singer is an actual enjoyable movie. Mm-hmm. I love the wedding singer. Yeah, that, that, that's constantly. Happy Gilmore and uh, uh, Billy Madison. Yeah, for two I've movies. Played wedding singer twice. It's a musical. I mean, of course, the Waterboy was musical. was interesting. The Waterboy was definitely a movie. Yes. Yeah, uh, that happened. He did. He did the one where he had the adopted son with jo- Mr. Deeds. No, no, the other one. Oh. Uh, uh, where he had the like he had the like adopted son. He tried to, all the Shakespeare comedies. He tried to. It was uh, John Stewart was the kid's actual dad. John Stewart tried to be an actor. Big Daddy. Oh, that one, thank you, okay. Big Daddy. Yeah. And also, in all these movies, uh, 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 what's his face shows up as racist characters. Uh, Rob, Schneider. Rob Schneider. Yep, Rob, Rob Schneider will show up as, as 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 someone who's moderately racist. That's usually how this thing goes. But yeah, he used to actually make funny movies. And to tell you, I re- I realized going back and watching Billy Madison, uh, Chris Farley does a lot of the heavy lifting of that movie in terms of being yeah. very funny. When you when you take Chris Farley out of that, I'm not sure that Adam Sandler is as funny as I as people thought yeah, he was. There's a like Chris Farley continuum on a lot of Adam Sandler's movies yeah. that like David Spade carried some of that weight too mm-hmm. in some of these. Like it just he requires a lot of foils. You know, you know who doesn't do that well? Kevin James. Mm-hmm. So uh, we were talking a little earlier about uh the folks over at my brother, my brother and me. And they actually have a podcast where every year they listen they they watch, they choose to watch uh, Paul Blart Mall Cop 2. Forever. Forever. In fact. They watch it once a year, every Thanksgiving, and they do a podcast about it. This podcast releases one episode a year. And yep. right now, I would like to say that we need to watch every year the Kevin James Sean Payton movie. Not happening. I'm out. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I already have a Thanksgiving movie. I'm sorry. All right. What's your Thanksgiving Roadhouse. movie? Roadhouse. 
are we not all watching the egg bowl on Thanksgiving as God intended? Yes, but there's so what we early need in the day. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'll up. check in on the Lions a little bit. I'm not watching the Cowboys game. I will watch Roadhouse. Okay. So it's the sickos move then to look back and find out what the worst egg bowl is. And we all have to watch that every Thanksgiving. Yes. yes. And then talk about it. Okay. That, that, that I can do. I don't know. I don't say we don't have to do the worst. We just have to go to the, uh, the dog pee one. I wonder how far back that I can get video. That was so good, though. Oh, it we was. Back, we gotta find one that's like... Hmm. A lot of them the are good. The egg is inherently sickos, though. Even when it's good, oh, yeah. it's inherently sickos. That's awesome. That's why the Sean Payton movie... So I want to go back the to commission. what you said. I want to go back to they what all, you said. He, they, they all take the drink and they all throw up. No. It's funny. No, not funny. <laughs> Again, I'm not a big fan of throw up. But yes, uh, even though I've been thrown up <laughs> on a few times lately in the past couple of days... But uh, I want to go back to what you said. Like you said, Adam Sandler, he, he makes his players better. You know, he makes his – but Kevin James doesn't. So, you know, again, are you, are you saying, like, you know, Adam Sandler? It, no, I'm, I don't want to get in a debate there. I'm going to stop. Okay. <laughs> Adam Sandler's a coach on the field. Adam Sandler, coach on the field. Knows how to get the, 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 the guys uh, some jokes out in space. Kevin James, just, you know, bad, bad Iowa offense. <laughs> now I, I i don't know if y'all saw this who were out of town yeah because this happened broke last week have you guys seen the iowa rap speaking of iowa no. okay so we're gonna have to I'll, I'll cut the audio in here i'll drop it in yeah we gotta listen I, to this because we gotta we gotta listen to this i need reactions because this is just we need the reactions for this because this is, this it is, is art this is amazing do we have what year this is from I, i'm assuming like i can't remember when iowa was ranked that high but I, I think it's got to be mid-80s at some point. So I, I, someone sent this to us. That looks very nice. This is this is oh, an no. Iowa rap. I'm going to make sure I got all the audio up here. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Can we hear this? There's something about 80s Iowa that looks even more off-brand Steelers. Look at the feel. Like, that's the old, that's old turf. I mean, it looks like they're playing in Three River Stadium. My brain is going, a Myron Cope should be rapping. <laughs> he even kind of looks like Bill Cower. Is this guy Count Von Count? I don't That's know. what I was going to ask you. It's like, he looks like the Texas Tech Red Raider, and so I'm getting really confused. We are the Hawks. It's very Vanilla Ice does Bella Lugosi. I don't know what to do. But like Plan 9 Bella Lugosi after the heroin yeah. addiction. It's hard to fit a white vest that well, I suppose. Running off into the tunnel under Section D. So this this was an Iowa, Univer uh, Iowa University promo that ran during something called Saturday Nightmare. 
which is a horror movie show that ran Saturday nights out of Cedar Rapids, Iowa during the late 1980s. Okay, so that explains the vampire thing. Not not really, ex- but still. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. It gives us a shred of context. Well, it also, I mean, you got the Super Bowl shuffle with the 85 Bears, and that is a very clear rip yes. of that. Like, like, I think the beat might be pretty much directly identical. Limited. Almost, yeah. Yeah. I am going to pull that beat and make my own rap over that, by the way, guys, just so you know. I'll just start reading cookbooks to that beat. <laughs> the the Two aspic rap. boxes of gelatin. A half can of tomato soup then. We are the best. And it's tasty. We're going to put shrimp and aspic and gravy. <laughs> that better not be the title of the episode. <laughs> I have lots of options to choose from. Oh no, from we got plenty. This <laughs> one nine hundred. This thing is so good. This That's is too aspic. It's so like this is the kind of stuff that when you look at it and you go like, oh, this is what the late eighties were like. Mm-hmm. Like this is what we just show to people because that's that's what this was. That like extremely bad rapping that was everywhere. Don't let people tell you that the late 80s was this. Yeah, there were some great rappers back then. It was a golden age of certain kinds of rap. But then we had this. Okay. (laughs) There was an Adams Family rap, y'all. I hope everyone remembers that. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. There was a Ninja Ninja Turtles rap. Jordan, you know that I don't remember any of this. I know. I'm I'm just telling you that this stuff exists. The Ninja Turtles rap that Vanilla Ice did for the second Ninja Turtles movie. Oh, okay, so I, we let this happen. Yeah, we did. Mm-hmm. It, it was amazing. It, it did have a little bit of vanilla ice flavor. I do want to say that the Iowa Hawkeyes did reach number one in 1985. So I'm assuming, you know, when he drops the line, "We are the number one team," it could be referring to this team, the 1985 Iowa Hawkeyes. Everyone says we're the number one team. That's I, I'm, I don't know. But, you know, it's generic. Look, the 80s, the mid 80s was weird. BYU won a national championship. Nothing counts. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I. Yep. Oh, I love this. I love it so much. OK, let's plug some stuff. Plug, First plug off, plug away. We have our Patreon and our Discord. Come join us. Talk to us. Come see the aspects that I have posted. They are delightful. <laughs> Behold, this is the field in which I grow my aspects. <laughs> look upon them and see that they are barren (laughs) i love i love the idea that now every time i'm like hey pet girl i'm gonna send you something in the mail now you have just a little bit of like worry that oh no can you imagine mailing one oh no mailing an aspect oh yeah oh no no see unlike geese you can mail aspects all year round (laughs) I mean, you could really mail somebody a plastic aspect. I don't know if that'll stick in the heat or anything like My that. My plastic aspect means the world. Hey, I can get you some words if you want to rap. You know, you know, bombastic aspect. You know, there we go. That's right. Thank you. Uh, also, we have our merch store. We have put out a new sticker that says that is about Big Pennsylvania. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Go check that out. So- it is at Sickos Committee dot. Selfie dash store. Nope, got that wrong. <laughs> Try it again. That is at. It's in our it. links. 
if you Google Sickos Community Store, it is the first thing. Yes. We're back to just, the top. Just, SEO just is our passion. Just look at our link tree. That's what I do. Look yep. at the link tree on our Twitter page. You, you'll be able to find it. I would like to take this moment to derail the plugs to appreciate the fact that not only did Pennsylvania fix Interstate 95 in 12 days, the first vehicle to go over it was a fire truck full of mascots. Pennsylvania is yep. the fucking best state. Don't at me. Yep. What yep. is the 76ers mascot? I have never seen that thing before. I haven't either, and I don't want to know. 76ers mascot is like a dog, I think. It, it, the... It's vaguely dog-shaped. It was it, it was yeah. out of its depth. Franklin, up there Franklin with... the dog? Up, it was out of its depth up there with Gritty and the rest of them. It hugged me once. I didn't know what it was. <laughs> was that also at your wedding? Uh, <laughs> it's your wedding. You get one you know mascot. It was, it was within a week of it. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just... Listen, my 20s were a confusing time. <laughs> oh, my God. For all of us, really. I love the expression of, of Franklin the dog. It's just like, yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I trust the process. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's Doc Rivers doing? Mm-hmm. Somebody went up to the mascot and they're like, you want to go in a car ride? You want to go in a car ride? <laughs> also, shout out to our friends over at Message, Message Board Genius's podcast. They go to the places we dare not go, like on an SEC, like an SEC rant that said that they should move the SEC headquarters to Shreveport, which I am all yes! about. Yes, yes. absolutely. Because they, they said that the the actual center of population of the whole conference is likely somewhere near Shreveport in 2024. Yeah. And the geographic center is probably between Monroe and Jackson. I'm willing to share conference room space with the SEC. Yeah, I would we like to posit SEC, SE Shreveport. SC, oh, yeah. SC, yeah, I... I can see it in my head, but I can't pronounce it. <laughs> it just means more, M-O-W-R, or however else you'd say it. Around M-O-A-R. There. Probably it would, in Shreveport, it would just be, it just means mo. Mo. M-O. <laughs> it just means mo. <laughs> we also have the Sigo Substack. We've been covering teams that have never played. Kamish is working on a grand design, our potato chip ratio. Yeah. No? I guess they're calling it. I'm I'm getting close here uh, to inputting data for this. So I've I've done the the cities and the cities and the radiuses, the radii or whatever is that is that how you call it? I don't know. The radiuses, mm-hmm. is, is, yeah, is, whatever. Uh, I've done that, and then now I'm uploading the prospects and the commitments and of all FBS teams. So I I am on. I did Air Force. And Akron, uh, I got a few to go. So, gotta... <laughs> does, does anybody else imagine like the commission looking at the spreadsheet, being like Close Encounters of the Third Time? Like this is important. This means something. Mm-hmm. There's a pattern here. I can see this. <laughs> I can see it. Honestly, like by the time he's done, commission is going to turn into Neo and just see the pattern. Well, I see his code. Matrix. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Except it's all potato it's all chips. Potato chips. <laughs> it's all ruffled. You see sixes and sevens. I see uts and lays. Hey girl, do you feel responsible for this? Because I feel somewhat responsible for this. You know, I really don't. I really don't. Kamish brought this upon himself. The fact that okay. we are here and in the potato chip capital of the universe is only tangentially relevant in this particular okay. case. Is your pit koozie a block pit koozie? It is. <laughs> <laughs> and you were giving Respect me crap about. You're giving me crap about my. Exclamation hey, point ha- pit. You know, I've pit. had this since undergrad. This it was, was all, the it was correct logo at the time. Yeah. All caps pit. pit. 
at best, Pitt deserves an interrobang. All caps, Pitt. Which... You know, I'm kind of wait. Into can we can we can we call? Pit? Can we call? Can we call our dating Pit? website interrobang? <laughs> Plenty of sickos. And now we go into our other ad like read. But you have to say it like you punctuated it with an interrobang. Interrobang. I'm, I'm Stan Kinison all of a sudden. Bang! Interrobang. Now we plug our other thing. I like soft shirts. Do you? I'm sorry, Homefield. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love soft shirts. And I love wearing logos for schools that I never went to. So I wear Homefield shirts. They're soft. They're wonderful. Their joggers are something I wear even in the summer because they're so damn comfy. Mm-hmm. I own more Tulane gear than I do any other school, including all the ones I went to. And I have three degrees. How many pairs of joggers do you guys have? Only one. I have two. Just got one. I got the Tulane Angry Wave joggers. That's it. Mm-hmm. I, I'm up to four. Four joggers. Ooh. Ooh. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I have a problem. They're, they're so well, utterly they're, cozy they're awesome. and warm. I live in San Antonio. Like, I'm, again... You know, as we started the podcast, the heat index was, and was again, 100. How many of those joggers did you own before they became a sponsor? Uh, all of them. All, all of them. Two. Yes, yeah. yeah, same. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so yeah. if you if you have not bought from Homefield yet, here is your chance to get fifteen percent off for your first order. Enter promo code yes ha 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 yes. That's three ha's. And you get 15% off your first order of whatever you would like on there. I'm going to always throw in for Colorado School of Mines, Flash of the Borough shirt. It's one of my favorites. I always get compliments on it. I've got a North Dakota State shirt that I love. I wear around here. I've got Tulane. I've got lots of purple. They're heathered purple. It might be my favorite kind of shirts. The shirts are so soft and they look so good too. So I have TCU I, in Kansas State. They have one, a heathered purple one for Furman that just says F you all the time. Beautiful. It, it's amazing. So definitely go there, check it out. Use the code. I have some Auburn and some UCLA stuff that I absolutely love. Just it's wonderful. I, I've, I've talked about go. my TCU shirt already, uh, but my TCU shirt is so good. I just it's real which, good. which TCU shirt is it? It is the white one with the um the frog and it says like Riff Bazoom or whatever the thing is. Um it's real good. I have that one in the invert. I have that white on Heather Purple. Uh, love it yeah Ooh. i just so yeah i just bought some wyoming stuff which i got the one the the horse it's a steamboat on it it's it's just yes. amazing I, that's incorrect animal identification yeah, right there horses could be steamboats too yes maybe they get can they if they try hard and believe in themselves that's, right. mm-hmm. sure. that's what the brave little toaster taught me that's i think right. that was the, the moral of the brave little toaster sure. i don't remember it's been a while it's been a while all I know about toasters is you watch the Pac-12 network on them. That's true. <laughs> Speaking of that Pac-12, you know, that's going to be <laughs> it's going to be very creative. That's what they said, right? At this point, they have to be creative because I don't think there's another option. I, I want to see how creative they get. And, and I'm all for it. If you, you make me download an app or something, Pac-12, I don't care. We're going to watch it. Pac-12 network on TikTok and you have to scroll every minute or so what was the what was the thing that godfrey's uh, documentary go 90 go 90 go 90's coming back pack 12 network on go 90 the pack 12 network is about to bring icq back yes. oh, yeah. like oh you just brought some stuff back from the depths of my brain thanks <laughs> the pack 12 network just purchased aim 
uh, Instant yep. Messenger. It's back. <laughs> yes, my four-character password is back. Pac-12 Network, exclusively on Netscape. We got two more things to do tonight. So we are going to do Louisiana Pronunciation Game Part 2. So Kamish can pop that up while I bring up a scoreboard. Okay. And I'm going to get I some more water. Better job I'm, this time. I am. I'm dehydrated as a... You're know. you're a bad teammate, Jordan. Uh, no, no, because I went to go pee a little while ago, and I am doing fine. I just need more. If I get another beer, will it make me better at Louisiana? I think so. I'm gonna be back in so. two minutes. Give me one second. Let's test Wait, this. Was theory. that was that is that swole, Louisiana? Hold on. Oh God. So let's we're, we're back since our our team that is coming up is is it's from Louisiana. Uh, it is not ULM though, but. We definitely gonna. No, it's, it's it's the better team. No. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. He's gonna be a lot of this. Tonight. He's gonna, gonna, he's gonna needle tonight. needle oh, me a ton tonight. Jordan, are you trying to get fired? <laughs> he's gonna. Needle I can't me. get fired. I got the passwords. <laughs> uh, he's definitely gonna be needling me tonight. So uh, I figured I'll get a little revenge in advance for for this, and it, it, it's courtesy of the the state of Louisiana. We are doing the Louisiana pronunciation game part two. The long-awaited part two, just great. It's going to be fun. Some of these I struggle with pronunciating them. So I may just give like credit to everybody here if you get close enough or I think it's right and I'm probably wrong. But let's let's go ahead and, and we'll get started. So we're going to do 10 slides of some fun city names. And definitely everybody's going to love this. Well, I, I probably will, but not everybody else. So let's... Fine. I'm, I'm about this. Let's start the game. I'm gonna spell Woo, the city. The, game is started. <laughs> the city's name. The city is spelled Z W O L L E. I'm gonna say it's Swole. I'm gonna go with Zwali. Zwala. I'm gonna go with Z- Zwole. So I'm gonna give Beth credit here. It's Zwali. It's really Zwali. Yep, that's it. Like, like the adorable, like the adorable robot, Swally. Yeah, apocalypse like, robot. Like Wally, it's Wally. Yes, uh, it's 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 out, uh, probably like really western, like midwestern Louisiana, right on the Sabine River. I need someone to like uh, do like the more you know star, but have it be like second beer magic. Second beer magic. Yeah. It's just like you're in the right spot when you're bowling, but if you go too far, everything's in the gutter. All right. The Balmer Peak of Louisiana pronunciation. <laughs> Done. Here we go. All right. The next word we have is A M I T E. Move this slide forward. Did it not go forward? It did not. We are still looking at Zwally. Okay. There we go. All right. I'm just going to keep it like this so I can see what's going on. Y'all can see it. So it's A M I T E. That's got to be Amity. That is what I was going to say, but now I feel like it can't be that. A might. Hmm. Oh, both of mine are taken now. <laughs> Amite. <laughs> mm, okay. Yeah, I. I mean, Pickerel it's gotta be Amity. <laughs> hmm? What? What did? What did Mike say? I'm going Amity. It's uh, there's two different pronunciations here we can go with. So it's a meat or a mit. God damn, we're all wrong. Yes. No. <laughs> Huge. By the way, a Heisman, a Heisman Trophy winner, Devonta Smith, is from this city. So, huh. yes. from Amit, A meat, A meat. Yes, that's right. That's 
That's awful. All right. So. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> I've seen this one before. Okay. My dentist has been working out in the plaque, man. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that's, that's P-L-A-Q-U-E-M-I-N-E-S is how we spell it. Are you going with that, Beth? Yes. My, my dad lives in this parish. I'll just say this. It's okay. It's got to be something weird, like placamins. Placamins. Which one are you going with? Placamins. Okay. Placamins. Placumins. Jordan, you should have <laughs> went with your first one. What? Placamins parish. Yes. Oh. Yeah. So you should have went with your first one there. Oh. All right. Gotta trust myself. Gotta more. trust yourself there. Next, moving on. So that's uh, F-O-R-D-O-C-H-E. This feels like a word I learned and then forgot in English class. Yeah. It's an SAT word. If it's Pennsylvania, that's pronounced Fredaki. (laughs) (laughs) So that's where I'm going. Fredaki? I like like Fortici. Okay. Slight variant on what Jordan said. Fortici. Mm Mm-hmm. For Doche. Ooh, I'm giving it to Mike. Ooh. Oh, I like I'm it. it. Yeah. It's for Doche. Good. I'm giving it to Mike. Mike gets credit there. All right. We're moving. So that's K E A C H I. It's it's got to be like cakey. <laughs> it's got to be like cakey. Kitchy. Kiachi. I'm just going to go Kichi. Pimp Girl got close, but she messed the last part up. Uh, it's oh. it's kichai. Oh, no, of course not. it is. <laughs> it is. It's like chai it, tea it at the end. It's, it's yeah. The A is in the wrong place. It is. For that. It is. We know this. You know this from Pennsylvania. All right. B O U T T E. This should be easy for y'all. Yeah. But <laughs> oh, this is this is Boutte. There there are LSU players with this name. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's Boutte. Yeah, I know it's Boutte. I just wanted to say, right. but... So it's a free point for everybody. Go right ahead. Yeah. I didn't want anybody to have a zero, so we'll just go there. All right. Uh, this is a, tr- a street, and also it used to be a housing project uh, in New Orleans. So that's C-A-L-L-I-O-P-E. With apologies to Greece, I'm going to go Calliope. I'm going to not apologize to Greece and Calliope. Someone has to say it. I'm. Good. I mean, that says Calliope, so I have to go with Pit Girl on that. What did you say, Beth? Calliope. I'm going to go with Calliope. I'm giving it to Beth. It's oh. Calliope. <laughs> Sorry, Greece. Right. Shout out to Master P. Always shouting out the Calliope projects. So yes, it is Calliope. I think Calliope sounds better. Masterpiece disagrees. Calliope sounds like something that like was a gold rush era disease that can affect your hip. Mm. <laughs> True, could be. All right, you too many. If you eat too many fatty meats, you get the you get the Calliope. <laughs> Calliope. Yeah. All right. And then you can't stand on hills without falling over. I like how it it, it kind of feels a little bit you know Minnesotan. I would say. Yeah. Like you fall down like Calliope. Calliope. <laughs> but. Oh no, oh. you got the Calliope. Oh my 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 uncle had that. He had to stop eating he had to stop eating liver. 
that I ma- that was my rap name. I made him. I made him a liver a, a liver aspic, and he couldn't eat it. My, my God, we're going back to these aspects. I had to look up aspic definition in the beginning of this. I'm just gonna let you know that. I didn't. I didn't Good. even know what this word was, and I, I've, I've learned today. I learned uh, savory I was gelatin words. Like- yes. I was originally going to use Jay Lars as my rap name because I'm Joanna Larson, but then they told me I couldn't, so I wanted to use Calio. What happens if you get a rap degree from St. Olaf? (laughs) (laughs) My God. All right. Let's see if I can. It's great to be bad at multiple disciplines. (laughs) This is going to be fun here. Let's let's go to the next one. So it's LA. Come at me, St. Olaf. All All right, let's go. L A F O R, I'm sorry, F O U R C H E. Lawfish. This is another one I've seen in writing, but have no idea how to pronounce. I do like Lafish. I'm not going to go with Lafish. Oh, okay. Mm. You like Lafish? I do. You like it a fish, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Not now. Uh, Lafouche? Ooh. Ooh. La for Shay. Uh I'm gonna I'm gonna change the, the, the enunciation a little bit. La Forche. Congratulations, Pit Girl. Coach O from South Lafouche High School. Lafouche. Lafouche. There's consonants in there. No, there's not. No. What are you talking about? Yeah, I, I like how it's Lafouche, but there are no S's. Wasn't that the name they got the guy in Beauty and the Beast? Is that Lafouche? No, it's Lafou. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go to the next one. Sorry. So there's a there's an attraction in France in Epcot where you can go and they redo the Beauty and the Beast movie, but make Lafou the hero. And I would like to rename it Lafouche. Lafouche. <laughs> Spell it. All right, let's do it. We're going to spell it. So it's A-V-O-Y-E-L-L-E-S. Of what? Jordan is just of- like, I'm just looking at Jordan's face. He's just like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Why? Why would you do this? It, it's okay. Because I've was is like, that's like in my brain. That's what I want. But it can't be. Imagine because having I taken it, enough French to get wrong. that. Imagine like, you haven't. Taking enough French. That, that, that'd be a good thing here. I took French for one semester in German. I don't know any French. Wait, you took French in German? Yeah. How? I was an exchange okay. student. Sometimes we make bad choices. Okay, fair enough. How about Avoy Yeah. Oh my god. Fine, fuck it. Evo Yellies. Yes! Evo Yellies. That's what I'm saying. Love it. Fuck it. Love it. Like the Disney dog. I was going to go Avoyels, but. Avoyels. Well, I like Avoyels. That was very Popeye, and I love it. Uh, was that Pit Girl? Yeah. It was. I'm going to yes. give you credit. Oh, yes. wow. It's it's Avoyels, but. Hmm. That's, that's close honestly, enough. Yeah, that's, that's close what enough I wanted for me. It to be. You could pass for a local. I'll give you that one. <laughs> All right, the final one. But first, can we do scores? Yes, we can. All right. Current scores are 
Louisiana with two, Pit Girl with three, Michael with two, Beth with three, and Jordan with one. All right. Everybody's on the All board. Play for here. getting blanked. All right. We're going to end it on this one, which I, I'm sure I'm going to get a lot of feedback on Twitter. Uh, like these are too easy. I know all of these, which I'm like, nobody's from Louisiana. People get three out of 10. And that's good. You know, four out of 10, you're a hall of famer. So let's go for the last one here. It's M A R I N G O U I N. Uh, by the way, this is the French word for mosquito. Yeah. I knew Ooh, that yes. because I want to say Maringouin, but that's, that can't be it. Maringan. That's. Oh, that's good. Yeah. See, I say things that are ridiculous that then sound good, but uh, could not possibly be more wrong. Oh, this I'm gonna, is my super. I'm going to go even game. further out. That's yes, that's, do that's it. meringue. <laughs> <laughs> like a good meringue. It is now. That's meringue. We have to make sure to take the picture for the Discord. I I will meringuin? definitely meringuin, Hmm. One of those things bit my sister once. They can be very I'm nasty. Go they can. The most ridiculous. Marin June. Okay. Ooh. So we have two close. Beth and Pit Girl were close here. So the end. The PA to Louisiana. The end, like, so it's, conservation it's theory. Maringuin, the Gwyn at the end. I think I got to give it to Pit Girl because she hit the, the Gwyn at the end. There you go. So, Pit Girl, you're our winner I'm today. I'm gonna be in so much trouble for missing that. I'm gonna pick girl with pick girl four. with four, Beth with three, Michael and Louisiana with two, and Jordan with one. Because you got that booty. That <laughs> that's one of our better showings in a pronunciation game for y'all. For y'all, we're either getting better or like we're broken, I, just deeply and profoundly I broken. I did this harder, but I didn't feel like doing it harder. Good. Yeah, I was like, that's okay. I guarantee we still have multiple PA pronunciation games in the hall. Oh, oh God, I, yes. I still have like at least like tw- twenty more slides coming for you guys. I drive through and I'm like, oh, this is a good fake town. Yeah, I do the same thing. It's a good fake town. So, so folks, tonight we're gonna do our best season of all time for teams who are below five hundred all time for a team that is very recent. We've gone back before the forward pass. And today we jump forward to 2021 and our Louisiana Raging Cajuns. I will be referring to them as such tonight because I think they deserve that. You will also get to watch Kamish grind his teeth repeatedly on this one. And that's, just to be clear, that's not the same as ULM. So so you'd be surprised because they're often, often uh, conflated. But one of them is the University of Louisiana. You know, they're the flagship. Oh, okay. And then there are the branch schools, like ULM. Okay. Yeah. So, like name brand and, versus store brand. Right. That's what. That's what I'm thinking. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like the store brand is uh, Louisiana State, mm. and there's University of Louisiana. That- oh, that too. Oh, good. Okay. That'll just get everyone nice yeah. and <laughs> get your Louisiana State at Aldi, everybody. Mm-hmm. Man, yeah, y'all are, Michelle, y'all are upsetting LSU fans right me. now. I'm just gonna let y'all know that. <laughs> they had a bad night too. They did. So they're gonna yeah. be they're gonna be a little they frustrated. Got, no, it's with fine. You. They got fifty thousand nice- Jello shots. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. So this is part twenty-seven of forty. We said it was a 39 part series, but we missed out on Idaho. So this is a 40 oh. part series. Yeah, we're. Of course, we can't count. 
So it's like A E I O U and sometimes Idaho. Uh-huh. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so Louisiana, Idaho. I legit love you people, so it's cool. Oh yeah, no, we we love we love everyone. I'm gonna come visit you That's later this year. The best part of this, big sky, the Louisiana Lafayette Raging Cajuns, however I want to call them. They have a very long football history. They've been playing football since 1901. They did have to suspend their 1905 season due to a yellow fever outbreak, Ooh. like you do. But they've always sort of played in the like the junior college division, the small college division, things like that. They didn't make it. Does that make your season forfeit to mosquitoes? I, be- I believe so. They so all come from Mangan, Meringue, in Louisiana. <laughs> American but okay. Oh, so no. <laughs> yeah, that's me up now. Mongoloquin. Mm-hmm. Got it. The Raging Cajuns were not originally the Raging Cajuns. They were the Bulldogs. Mm-hmm. And lame. They picked up this. They, they, the official nickname came into play in 74. They have 10 conference titles, four division titles, four consensus All Americans. And the school itself was actually known as several things beforehand as well. We have Southwestern Louisiana Industrial Institute, Southwestern Louisiana Institute of Liberal and Technical Learning, University of Southwestern Louisiana, and then Louisiana, University of Louisiana Lafayette, which is the actual full name of the school. University of Louisiana is what they, Louisiana is what they use for football, the University of Louisiana is what they use sometimes because they're part of the system and I think they're the fl- they, they are the flagship. Also, I did not know these are the members of the L- University of Louisiana system. It includes Grambling, Louisiana Tech, McNeese, Nichols, Northwestern State, Southeastern, Lafayette, Monroe, and University of New Orleans. I did not know that. Mm, huh. But we're going to take you back to, and you guys are going to have to help me here, uh, the wild time of 2021. <laughs> I know. For those of you, God, who remembers? For those of y'all who can't remember 2021, there was this thing called COVID in 2020. <laughs> it was real bad. We played football sort of for a year because people wanted to. And then the next year, everyone was like, well, I guess we can play real football again. It was the nothing matters eat at Arby's yes. season. This I is enjoyed 2020... 2021 personally, I mean... but... <laughs> 2020 I'm, made I'm Zach glad Wilson that a jet. Someone had a good year that year. So My talk... son Kenny Pickett had a great year That's that true. year. That's true. So let's talk about Billy Napier. Billy Napier Shut... was the fourth year head coach at UL at that point. Napier was a quarterback for Furman. I did not know that. He hmm. also got his big start with Dabo's world. He moved, really moved up through Clemson with Dabo. Uh, he was the tight ends coach at Clemson from 2006, 2008. That would have been under help me here. Who was before Dabo at Clemson? Was that Bowden? Tommy Bowden. Yes. It was Tommy. Okay. Tommy and so, Mitch Rod. And then as they move, as, as when, when Dabo moved up, uh, he actually moved up as well. He became OC and quarterback, quarterback coach. He was an analyst at Alabama. Like everyone else, he got to work in the small windowless room. <laughs> he was assistant head state at Colorado for, state for 2012 he was Alabama wide receivers coach from 13 to 16, Arizona State OC and QB coach for 17. And then his first full-time coach head coaching gig was Louisiana Raging Cajuns in 2018. They did pretty well the first year, seven and seven, but then he led them to 
an 11 and 3 season in 2019, a 10 and 1 season in 2020, and a 21 and 1 season in 2020, which is what we're going to talk about today. You know, Billy Napier so, was a quarterback for Furman, right? Yeah. Yeah, can we talk about uh, his most sickos play of all time? I don't know it. Tell us about it. Oh, it is called The Miracle on the Mountain. I just right. dropped the YouTube in there. Okay, let me pull it up. The craziest college football play that no one talks about. That's right. I mean, I'm talking about it, folks. Yeah, let me pull it up. That's right. It's not because I'm a Billy Napier hater, but I am. Oh, I remember this. That <laughs> state is up 14-9 with 10 seconds left. Napier throws a touchdown pass. And he goes to his main man. Touchdown, seven seconds left. And Furman takes, Furman a, takes a lead, 15, with seven 14, seconds seven seconds to go. Furman's and going for two. attempt a three-point oh. advantage Uh-oh. as they go for two. Napier back Napier to pass, and it's intercepted. Oh, my God. Oh, no. It's intercepted. Appalachia can take it oh back. Oh, my God. It cuts off, and Napier lead. misses the tackle. chance to take the lead. Oh, my God. Oh, oh no! God. That's a two-pointer. That's so takes the lead back. Oh, my God. Incredible situational awareness for the guy who could have gone for the fat guy touchdown. News like, nope, speed is required at this moment. He pitched it. That's just. Oh, that's a heartbreak. So that's I remember that. That's the play. original Miracle on the Mountain one. The Miracle on the Mountain two. Oh shit! Just happened. That was. Yeah, mm-hmm. just happened. Okay, that's the original. I did not know that was the original Miracle. That on the was the okay. original Miracle on the Mountain. Yep. So let's talk about this amazing season because I like again. I remember these games. I remember that first game when they lost to Texas because I remember sitting with you guys in Discord going, "Texas may fuck this up." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Texas is back, and they, and they didn't. Texas won. Texas won that one, eighteen thirty-eight. That was the first game of the season. But then App State win. I'm oh, sorry, App State. Oh my God. Louisiana <laughs> wins the rest of them. Now, up. now, Kamish is going to say that they won some of these games kind of close. Been, I mean, the score says the same way, you know. But we have to look beyond the score here. Mm-hmm. I'll rattle off the teams right now to start with. They beat Nichols 27-24. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's an FCS team right there. Beat Ohio 49-14. That was pretty nice. Beat Georgia Southern at Georgia Southern 28-20. Mm-hmm. South Alabama twenty to eighteen. That was, I mean, App State. That one's real close. That was very close. That was they. They were favored by twelve, and they only won by two. So don't. Ouch. Sorry. Uh, uh, App State beat them forty-one to thirteen. This is App State part one this year. Sorry. At Arkansas State, beat Arkansas State twenty-eight twenty-seven. Once again, Arkansas State just fucking Louisiana schools up. By the way, this was an Arkansas State that had gone one in six to this point. Yes, uh, and, and the Cajuns were favored by eighteen. Yeah, and they, this is this is this is Butch jo- early Butch Jones early Arkansas Butch State, Jones. y'all. Yes, that explains the attendance. Also, oh yeah, seven thousand people watching that game in Jonesboro. Yeah, ish. Yeah, uh, beat Texas State at homecoming forty-five to zero. They beat the spread that game, so that's good. Uh, beat Georgia State twenty-one seventeen. Uh, the Cajuns were favored by fourteen. Beat Troy 35-21. Beat Liberty 42-14. to That was nice. Woo! That was nice. We, I have to give them the, that one, you know. Uh, beat ULM 21-16. Did uh, not cover the spread on They that did one. not cover the spread. ULM was, fa- uh, was, was an underdog by 21 and a half points. Kept it close. They kept it close. T- 
Terry Bowden almost, almost pulled it off. Just could not. Because they, they had Rhett Rod. Just could not get the ball back at the end. You know, they, they outscored them in the fourth quarter, 6 nothing. They just needed one more, and that was it. App State Part 2 in the Sunbelt Championship game. Louisiana won 24-16. And then they beat former, no, now conference mate Marshall in the New Orleans Bowl, 36-21. And this was a good New Orleans Bowl because it kicked off at like 8.30 p.m. local. Oh, yeah. Not one of those awful like 11.30. Yeah. So who are we talking about this season? Well, let's talk about the first game. We'll see some of our stars here. The first game was against Texas. The important thing to see here in these stats were that Louisiana was actually keeping up with Texas in, in passing. Texas had 265 passing yards. Louisiana had 282. Time of possession was leaning towards Texas. Similar first, a similar amount of first downs. Levi Lewis is our big name right now. Levi Lewis was going to be quarterback this year and absolutely carried them through a lot of this stuff. Jalen Williams receiving, had five receptions for 71 yards, and Chris Smith, 11 carries and rushing, 54 yards, one TD. This first game, this was not worrisome. It was Texas. This was a game where they went to Austin, fine, whatever. But then there was this game. FCS Nichols was not good this year. I want to be very clear about this. And Nichols ran all over them. 511 total yards. Oh. Against a team that had gone... 10 and one the year before in the Sun Belt. This was not great. Nichols also passed for 359 and ran for 152. Now, there is a reason for this. Lindsey Scott Jr. Lindsey Scott Jr. this year of Incarnate Word, who was running up 40,000 points, uh, was at Nichols for a year or two before this. And this is what happens with this defense, especially early in the season. They had trouble stopping scrambling quarterbacks and Lindsey Scott Jr. was the passing and rushing leader for Nichols. Lindsey Scott Jr. ran for 121 yards and passed for 359. He supermaned this shit. The Raging Cajuns win, but if you look at the at the score at box score, the Colonels of Nichols scored 14 in the last quarter and made this really uncomfortable. Then we have some quotes from some folks at this at the game. UL coach Billy Napier called Nichols QB Lindsey Scott Jr. a magician after he shredded the Raging Cajuns defense. The Colonels produced more than 500 total yards of total offense. The Cajuns held on for the win. I just want to say that this is one of my favorite last names I have come across so far. Is this Quibido? <laughs> is that how you Quibido? Quibido? I don't know. How would you say this, Kamesh? <laughs> I'm going to look it up. Jordan Quibido, Quibido. Q-U-I-B-O-D-E-A-U-X. I love it. It's very good. It's great. He went to Academia High School? Academia? Uh, that has to be Acadiana. It has to be. And from the same article, defensive containment issues. Quote, dealing with mobile quarterbacks, especially Nichols, Lindsey Scott Jr., has been an issue this season for UL. Saturday was no different. So the next time they played Georgia Southern, they had the same problem. The Cajuns new containment issues with Georgia Southern quarterback Justin Tomlin could prove problematic, and it did early as Tomlin had three carries for 20 yards on the opening drive. But UL made adjustments and got past the line. That game was the uh, Georgia Southern game that, that they won 28-20 in Statesboro. They're having trouble with these kinds of quarterbacks, but they're winning the games. The game kind of close. Then we go on to the Southern, the South Alabama game. Total yards, South Alabama had 387 yards to Louisiana's 283. The Louisiana was supposed to win this game by 12. They won by two. 
And it was just because of a missed field goal at the very end. That last field goal was a 37 yarder that Alabama missed. That Alabama missed yep. to oh. lose this game. Yep. Oh, so, no. oh no! Absolute heartbreak. So that's I, if we want to count them. That so far, that's three kind of like they could have lost these games. A win is a win. Mm. A win is a win. Okay. I'm just being a hater. It's fine. No, it's fine. You should absolutely be a, I'm hater, be a hater. So that's that's also, the third this, bullshit win of the season. <laughs> also great because of this thing. If you look at the last uh, line of this article here, stats were unofficial because of computer programming malfunctions. See, they're cheating. They're cheating too. So then, and that's why we don't use Cuber to keep score. I mean, that's why you got to go with ULL because when you try to do UL Louisiana, it's just too many characters. You just got to go with ULL. So they they blow Appalachian State out forty one to thirteen. This was not expected. They were expected to win, but not like this. Uh, no, actually, App State was favored in that game, so I'll give them that one. I think App okay. State turned the ball over like a ton. They, they did. Yeah, they did. And then we'll talk now about the Texas State homecoming game. I'm going to skip the Arkansas State game. I'm going to come back to that in a second. Oh, yeah. So the Vermilion is the school newspaper for for Louisiana Lafayette. And you got to say it in Cajun man accent. The Vermilion? No, yeah, that's called the Vermilion. Vermilion? The Vermilion. Vermilion? That's right. Cajun man. What color is that? That's Vermilion is. It's red. It sounds like it should be green, but it isn't. Vermilion. My brain always says it's yellow. Mm. but Ooh, yeah. They were going to have an they had an 11 a.m. homecoming kickoff. Ugh, gross. And that's what happens when your team isn't very good. The school paper is all about, no, this is Louisiana's team. And they mm-hmm. still pulled, I pulled 11 a.m. kickoff. And so the nothing, everything about this in the paper was just about how much everyone fucking hates this. Despite the chance to play a televised game on eight, uh, on ESPN, the 11 a.m. kickoff time sparked controversy amongst Louisiana students and even faculty. Contractual obligations between the Sunbelt Conference and ESPN gives the major sports network the ability to pick kickoff times but it still hurts the university as a result. An 11 a.m. start will hurt attendance for a game when the Cajuns deserve all the support possible for the last home last home game of the year. With the homecoming parade and other festivities on Saturday, it'll limit the amount of people to kick off. They have the parade at 8.30 a.m., guys. Ew. Hey, hey, don't give me that shit. Like, Mardi Gras kicks off at 8 a.m. with Zulu, so don't give me that so, shit well, not the, yet. Fuck it, fucking put the homecoming parade the night before. I mean, do it at nighttime. So... If it, if it caused a controversy among even faculty, which department do we think got angriest? Ooh, I don't know. Because I'm leaning hard toward philosophy. Mm. Now, I feel like philosophy is, like, not the type to be mad about sports. But Class- I can say sports adjacent things. I could see philosophy being angry at the concept of 11 a.m. That's true. Okay. <laughs> I think this is me speaking from personal experience, but I think the history department is most likely to be, like, mad about sports specifically mm-hmm. especially things that definitely some english teachers that just got furious that sports is ruining their whole traditions it's, that's why i think classics is because i'm thinking mm-hmm. like people who are we drink to bacchus at fucking 11 you know we start mm-hmm. drinking to bacchus at 11 a.m when we start you are ruining yes. our saturnalian mm-hmm. celebration when are, when are we gonna when are we gonna sacrifice the goat i don't even fucking know anymore Point of clarification. When I say that the history department is mad about sports, I mean that the history department is mad about the sport about sports in the same way that we are mad about sports, yeah. not in the way that the philosophy people are mad about Ooh, sports. Gotcha. <laughs> okay, I could see that. Despite the odd start time, it's still important for Cajun fans to come out and support the final home game of the year. <laughs> Once again, again, from 1903 to 2021, show the fuck up, freshmen. That's right. <laughs> so the the Cajuns showed a lot of frustration 
<laughs> uh, I, I would also like to point out that from the police blotter at this game, it must have been a good game because at 6.04 p.m., someone reported they could not find her vehicle in front of gate C at Cajun Field, but it was later found parked in front of gate D. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, guys, I, I, I can't be more clear on this than I am. Bring back nicknames and for the love of God, publish your police blotters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's important. So she couldn't, it find, us. Her, she couldn't find her her car at the right gate but it was at the other gate mm-hmm. sounds like a case of public intoxication <laughs> the other the other great one is this which is my favorite parish at 9 20 p.m an iphone was dropped on the ground and picked up by someone else that's not even a crime guys that's just someone left dropped their iphone that sounds like somebody <laughs> you know just showed a really really good manners and and showed a lot of consideration <laughs> Give your pronouns their antecedents back, please. So we go to one of the bigger games. This is Malik Willis Liberty. Okay, let's be real clear. This is not like this is, but this is also, I believe, I'll have to double check. I think this is after Hugh Freeze announces his his. No, no that was last year. Oh, last year. That was last year. So this, this was, was this was like prime Liberty. We are is we this, are full on Liberty Bibbity Bobby. Right. Yeah. Is this hospital here. bed season or was that twenty twenty? That was the, the you know that was nineteen. I thought it was even one more. Was that trying? Yeah. I don't remember. Time is a flat circle. Well, I mean, I, I know, I know, it. I know, Pit Girl, you want to talk about your new head coach a little bit. So <laughs> I'll give you some space to talk about Hugh Freeze whenever you would like. Can we not? Actually, I would like to pretend that he's not real. Twenty nineteen. Thank you. Uh, Liberty was, time was a mistake. Liberty was favored by four. And, Hugh Freeze was a mistake. True and, facts. And got absolutely wrecked at home by this Raging Cajuns team. If I remember like watching the season, this was the first time that this was like, oh, this team is really, really good. Because they'd been floating sort of under that with some of those close wins, things like that. You know, wrecking Texas State in 2021 by 40. Okay, that's... That was the same Texas State that was like, oh, we also don't recruit. We just take JUCO transfers. We just take transfers. How'd that go? Uh, that's why they have JG Kitty like posting shit I mean, on Twitter all the time about like recruiting the 210. That's right. You know, I think the Texas State head coach didn't do too well, didn't think it well. He made a little bit of a miscalculation. God, God damn it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm gonna keep going. I'm gonna keep going. I'm not doing it. I'm yeah, gonna, do it. I've slipped into the Adam Sandler impersonation. Oh, I'm sorry, impersonation. Uh, impersonation. impersonation. <laughs> of the Cajun man. So I'm just, I, I do want you guys to, to look at this. Look at this uh, box score over here. You'll notice that Liberty actually had about the same total yards as, as Louisiana, two thirty-nine. But look at that turnovers area right there. Liberty had six turnovers to Louisiana zero. Hey, Liberty, you can't have six turnovers. Hey, Malik Willis. Probably shouldn't throw two interceptions. Hey, I mean, Malik Willis threw three interceptions against ULM, so, you know. There you go. My, my dad had this, like, grand theory he pitched to me whenever I was about eight that was just like, if one team has more than six turnovers than the other team, they're probably going to lose. And at the time, I'm like, that is incredible genius wisdom. And then since then, I'm like, no, that's just kind of an immutable law of football most of the time. It's just mm-hmm. a general observation. Yeah. <laughs> Picker, why do we even bother to go on vacation? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you need some rest and relaxation. (laughs) 
I'm crying now. I'm crying. <laughs> Last game of the season was season. the battle on the bayou <laughs> for the, what's the trophy? The battle for the wooden boot. The wooden boot. It's on someone's mantle somewhere now. Yeah, which the wooden boot is, is missing. Uh, no, we found it. We, we well, It was missing at the time of this game. Yeah. All, all the way, like, two years ago. Louisiana Monroe actually held the Cajuns pretty close on this one. Mm-hmm. Rhett Rodriguez, son of Rich Rodriguez, offensive coordinator. Surprise, surprise. Sure. Uh, 145 yards, one TD. And our boy, Boogie Knight. Boogie two Knight. receptions for 47 yards, hey. one TD. How many, but, how many How many? catches did he have? Uh, two. He had two receptions. <laughs> I walk into this every time. <laughs> Do you have a thing against completions? I I do want to say that shout out to their graphics department at the Vermillion. This this graphic right here of the Louisiana Stadium looks like something I would have made. Yeah, it's based on minimalism. Would you say that graphic design is their passion? <laughs> there is fear down my trachea and uh, about the sunbelt championship game the raging cajuns have officially clinched their home field advantage for the sunbelt according to this chance to play in front of loyal fans of acadiana acadiana is that right acadiana but okay is is what coach is something coach billy napier and the raging cajun staff have been looking forward since he took over a handful of years ago we're so excited to host this event. Nico Yantko, the Louisiana Lafayette, Louisiana Lafayette Deputy Director of Athletics for External Operations. We're excited for our, we're so excited for our coaches, our student athletes, and really so proud of our staff and our fans. Give us the opportunity in the position to host this thing. They go on to play a very close one against App State the second time. The first time they blew them out by about 30. The second time, not so much. It was 24-16. And even though the Cajuns had this sort of in hand from the beginning, it was not something where they could you know, take a deep breath and relax here. And lastly, we have the 2021 New Orleans Bowl. If I told you this Marshall team went somewhere between like eight and four and four and eight, could you, t- could you point out an individual Marshall team from the last 10 years? No, you've described Marshall. Yeah. yeah. yeah Perpetually bowl eligible, except when they're not. So they yeah. were. They w- Hey, Marshall, bubble levels are cheap. Fix your goalposts. What was this? <laughs> so much tilted hate. Tilted? Tilted goalposts. Uh, yeah. Surprise. They were six and six. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that was. They, I remember like the Cajun fans were very upset that they had to play Marshall. So they played it Yvonne? They, they were upset. They, they expressed a lot of frustration. Uh, you know. I mean, to be fair, they were Sunbelt champions. That's right. They were the champions. Devastation. This, Devastation. this Marshall team, this Marshall team at six and six, five and three in conference, however, was second in their division in Conference USA. Mm. So it was also one of those years. They did beat Navy. They beat North Carolina Central, Old Dominion, North Texas, FIU, FAU, and Charlotte, but lost to East Carolina, App State, Middle Tennessee, UAB, and Western Kentucky. So yeah. Sure. That's that's Kusa for you. I'm so that's a random number generator of a team right there. Yeah. I mean, at that point, it sounds like they just beat all the bad teams and lost all the good teams that's, on their schedule. ECU wasn't good that season. When was the last time ECU was good? It's been a while. Well, that was pretty good for them. It's still been a long while. Like 
I need them to come back. They're always because I can I can I can show the old like pirates, three D generated like intro videos, which I love so much. I mean, there were EC was eight and five last I year. I drove through a I drove through a hurricane to watch those graphics in person. Can I can I, I am going to drop in the Discord just a shot from the game because this is one of my favorite looking bowl games of all times. This is an absolutely beautiful uniform matchup. Oh yeah. It depends on how much you like the Marshall Green, and I get some people don't. That is an Atari twenty six hundred ass matchup right mm. there in terms of color. I feel like I'm playing world class track meet on the NES, no, and I'm so happy right it, now. It's, it's so good. Louisiana is wearing the real clean white pants, white jersey, red helmet with raging Cajuns on it, with the red stripe down the side. Marshall's wearing white pants and the Marshall green with the white helmets with just the plain M Marshall on the side. I love the look with the green gloves too. Looks great. One of my favorite looking bowl games of all time. This game was not a total like ass beating. I mean, the Raging Cajuns covered the spread. They were pretty not happy to be playing this game. Oh no. Our good friend. Our good friends Anish and uh, Mike Gullick Jr. were the call on the call on this call, and I'm ass- I can't remember this game specifically, but, but I'm assuming that it, you know, nine thirty Central in Louisiana, they were having a great time. Oh yeah, I I, I will give that to the the Cajuns. You're saying it was a celebration. celebration. There was a lot of inebriation. I'm trying to come up with jokes, and I can't think. Holy shit! I'm gonna I need to drop another picture. I'm gonna drop a picture of this. Is is this from? This is from Marshall Athletics, and this is Jordan out here sharing information (laughs) via illustration. There we go. (laughs) Oh my god! Oh wow! Look at at that bison. It is a. Did did we make this? No, we did not. I I I had I double. Are you sure? This is a buffalo or a bison. A bison wearing a Mardi Gras mask and beads. Some Mardi Gras decorations. (laughs) I can't stop. That is the most Rastafarian bison I have ever seen. <laughs> you could say it in Cajun, like, Yamal. M O N X. You can't just add an X to things. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. Anyway. I gotta stop laughing. I'm gonna. And everyone, I'm gonna everyone suffer knows. Suffocation. <laughs> Anyways, we all know that uh, that this Raging Cajuns team lost their head coach that year. He went someplace else. Don't ask me where. And it's not he's important. Been, he's been fine there. And the person who was their OC uh, took over. And that's where they're at now. For a team that has as much history, I did. We were coming. To, we were looking at this, and we were going like, "I wonder what team we would have picked if it weren't for this one," because they only have like they don't have a ton. Their best is that they lost a Grantland Rice Bowl in '70 against Tennessee State, and they won the Oil Bowl against frequent podcast guest Arkansas Monticello. Comes up once again. <laughs> God bless. The fortieth fucking time, yeah they 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 won the oil bowl. Why you got to hate against the vegetation? <laughs> I guess a bull weevil wouldn't be a crustacean. 
No. Work with me here. I'm trying, okay? No. That's the best team of all time for Louisiana. They win their bowl game. They blow through their schedule, win the Sun Belt, and a really fun team. So what you're saying is hail to the region Cajuns. I've come to the realization that the podcast has reached completion. And now it's time for the conclusion. Salutations. <laughs>